0: Damn it, stop eating pizza in it's, front of me. It's Little Caesars, just hungry. relax, man. It doesn't matter, I'm starving. It is Let's It is the done. least
1: burnt Little Caesars pizza I've ever gotten in my entire life. <laughs> is it raw? I would call it blonde. <laughs> Ew. Is it,
2: is it from the, the the Coolidge location? It's uh
1: Oak Park Coolidge one.
2: Oh, okay. Alright.
1: That one's pretty solid, to be honest with you.
2: The Oak Park or the 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 Berkeley Coolidge one can um, probably be raw sometimes. And, <laughs> just, I thought uh, you were so. going to be
1: like the uh, the the Co- Berkeley Coolidge one can go fuck itself. <laughs> that,
2: that too. Yeah. I I, do, I rarely do. I don't even go to that one anymore because I like usually have to use the bathroom
0: for the following. 24 I just feel hours. like there's always a better alternative for pizza than a hot and ready, especially if you're going to go to that location because it's like I've I've gone there and they didn't have anything hot or ready and I had to fucking wait anyway so I might as well just get pizza somewhere else I mean
2: the thing is it, the the immediacy of it I think like it's pretty good but really the thing that gets me in the door at Little Caesars is is crazy bread that's the only
0: reason to actually go to Little Caesars I'd rather you go get yeah, I don't know. I like cheese bread better, though. Like, lan- lantern bread is fucking delicious. I it, generally like cheese bread
2: more, and Uncle Andy's has the best cheese bread out of I haven't it, had buddy. it. I get Uncle
0: Andy's a lot, though. It's, like, my go-to You should You should get the cheese pizza. bread,
2: not, not like, the triple cheese or whatever the hell it is, but there's, like, cheese bread sticks that's, like, basically a calzone with a shitload of garlic
0: butter and cheese Oof. in it.
2: Okay. Yeah, that yeah. stuff's fantastic. It's really
0: good. Lantern bread's pretty good from Green Lantern as well, because yeah, it's, it it's, like, soaked in garlic butter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You can actually ask them for, like, a cup of garlic butter on the side, yeah, too. And that's just, oh, yeah, you've done <laughs> that, done I'm before. sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> like and then Betty you Honor. just drank it. I can see you doing it like a shot. Like, Oof, yeah, oh, that no. was good. Another garlic it's butter, too, please.
2: It's, it's oh. too, like, viscous for the, no, I like, like,
0: <laughs> Ugh. Apparently would, you haven't had some of the shots
1: I've had. Yes. I would be in the bathroom for 24 hours. The, after the that. garlic cream cheese at Cottage Inn is fucking legit. I want. Ooh. I would just want to eat that on bagels, man. You can go and buy like the container of it.
0: What is? No, why do they, they even have that? Like, what's it for? For breadsticks? It's
2: for dipping breadsticks in. But oh, also, shit, yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> New York Bagel sells a garlic cream cheese. That's the same thing. New York Bagel. <laughs> so bagel good. places. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, we're so in the side quest, I think. We are. Yeah, we're deep in it. Um I uh I'm going to start this off by saying that uh I caved and I got the stupid fucking Luminary subscription. <laughs> Cuz I really wanted to listen to that Dave Chappelle podcast. Uh, yeah. Was Do it worth re- it? Do you regret your choice? I I can't I don't think I regret it and I'll say that because I was able to find a couple other shows that I'm into specifically. Mm. Um, so Chappelle is always doing like his his podcast, Midnight Miracle, also has a host who is a famous rapper named Talib Kweli. Not sure who mm. all is familiar with him that listens to this. Definitely but heard of him. He is super prolific and intelligent and just all around a really interesting dude who's been around the block for a long time in like the rap scene in New York and uh LA and he uh he has his own podcast called The People's Party and he talks to some really interesting people and he it's not like um it's not like all the comedy podcasts like Mark Marin where they just sit down and they shoot the shit for like an hour and a half it's like he mm-hmm. legitimately did his research about these people and like questions them about their entire life like who they are and what they do and why they do it kind of thing um, and I mean just to give an example of some of the people he's talked to let me pull it up real quick um, some of the ones that I've listened to he talked to Tom Segura for a while which was really interesting because nice. Tom Segura is a super interesting dude Bob Saget was a really good one Jaleel White <laughs> who played Steve Urkel if you're not familiar he just got an <laughs> episode voiced with Sonic with in uh, the Sonic cartoon Yeah, and he did an episode with Jeff Ross another comedian um, let's see where else to I pick up on some of these? Um, he talks to most deaf who again is another, like a really good friend of mm-hmm. his. They actually are, have a rap duo called black star together. That's really good. If you're into hip hop. Um, and then he's got, da, 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 where is it? Michelle Wolf. He talked to quest love. He's got a lot of really cool people and a lot of them are like music related and, you know, but he's, he brings in comedians because his co-host is a comedian. And so he likes to talk to them. Um, the the Dave Chappelle podcast is so good, but I just want more of it. Like I wish there was more. And it, the thing is, is like they're like half hour episodes that you can tell were like pieced together from like multiple hangouts. Like it's like Chappelle mm-hmm. sitting in a room with a bunch of his friends and microphones, and like you can tell they're probably like smoking some weed and just like having a good time. <laughs> and then they just hit record and like have a conversation, and then somebody goes and like chops and screws it and like pieces together. An interesting narrative of a topic of some sort um and then i also started listening to a podcast called telephone stories which is about the trials of michael jackson that happened in like 93 Mm. like 93 through 96 and beyond yeah and i did um i did watch the hbo special about michael jackson and um i'm not, trigger warning you know I don't know who's going to be affected by any of this stuff and like you know child sex abuse or anything like that which I definitely do not condone <laughs> by any means but Michael Jackson is the literally the reason I play music mm-hmm. he's the reason I wanted to be a rock star so he's kind of a big deal to me and so I feel this need to listen to and watch like everything surrounding him I'm compelled to like consume these bits of media and this podcast is like two dudes who um just needed something to talk about during the pandemic and so they were having like telephone conversations about you know um basically just michael jackson and like his whole like the trial specifically surrounding um jordy i can't remember the the dude's last name um uh, 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 Jordy something or other that's gonna bother me now. But Jordy something or other, got it. I'll look it up. Anyways, um, because Jackson's been accused of molesting multiple children several different times all throughout history or whatever. But this one specific instance w- is the main focus of this particular podcast. It takes place Jordy after Chandler. Yeah, it takes place after like the Wade Robson and like the other guy. I can't remember his name too the one that the hbo special focused on so this is kind of like after the hbo special stuff and it expands like they're actually talking to like jackson's like celebrity lawyer like they're talking Mm. to like the detectives that were working on the case like they get a bunch of really interesting people on the line to talk to and so um yeah to just kind of tie it all together like i i paid like 30 bucks for the year pass for luminary and like i feel like i've gotten some of my money out of it at this point like i'm okay with like having spent that money um i 30 would bucks a year feels well, really it's not bad. It's, it, well that's the, if you if you don't do the like the yearly pass it's like four or five bucks a month or something like that i can't remember uh. exactly what it is but it's totally reasonable considering like what I'm listening to, but what I've found is that I'm not listening to any of my other podcasts that I have. So my entire other podcast app is just the queue is just overloaded Shockfold. with stuff that I'm never gonna <laughs> listen to. Because a lot of it is like daily shit that I listen to on the daily to keep up with like the news or like whatever's happening in science and yada yada. And I just have zero interest in listening to any of it now because I'm so sucked into like listening to Talib Kweli and this, these other two dudes talk about Michael Jackson.
2: <laughs> well, and you have like a big backlog of those, right? And so like yeah, so I'm going back like I went up. I
1: went through Talib Kweli's entire like all of his episodes and, and downloaded all the ones that I want to listen to the people that I'm not so interested in like maybe I'll just save those as like background for for some point. Yeah. But the Michael Jackson thing is a narrative that I feel you have to listen to every episode. So I'm not going through mm-hmm. and like nitpicking. I'm literally just listening to it as a series. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, so far it's I I like I like what they have. They they have a lot of other podcasts. Like they've got the Spooked podcast, which is a part of um NPR and uh, what was the other, um, Gimlet? No, no, I can't remember the dude's name. Snap judgment. It's part, it was part of Snap Judgment on NPR, but now it's like its own thing. It's all like ghost stories and stuff that they talk about. Snap
2: Judgment presents Spook. Yeah. Right? yeah, and then they've okay. got
1: a couple of podcasts from Russell Brand. Like one of them is like literally just like a like a uh, like a meditation podcast where he just helps you calm down, and then the other one he's having like discussions with people. It's got the problem with John Stewart's on here. Like it's got a, like there are a lot of other things that I would like to get into more, but I'm mainly just you know listening to. Like they got the break stuff the story of Woodstock 99 which apparently Woodstock 99 has been a huge topic lately because of how much of a
0: shit show it was yeah, yeah well there was uh, a documentary about that yeah. that came out on HBO yeah a month or two ago and now it's like I blow- watched it it, it's like blowing up I was about there. like
1: everybody at work is watching it or has watched it and now they're all listening to like these other podcasts about Woodstock 99 so it's like yeah like i i do plan on diving a little more into this app my only gripe is that it doesn't have like a dedicated uh, widget for my screen, whereas like my normal podcast app and my uh, YouTube Music app have widgets on the main screen to control them. This I actually you have use, to. Uh, I have to load the app, and when I load the app, it takes forever to load it because this phone sucks. So Do you use Pocket Cast? I, I do use Pocket Cast as my main podcast app.
2: Because there might be a way to like to tie the load the profile them or, them or whatever into yeah, or they might be working on it. Because I know it, it was interesting. One of the things that I looked at, uh, Apple recently released the ability for you to be able to charge for a subscription to podcasts, and the like. They put out like a list of like the top ten or something like that, and like it was mostly just these big networks like Luminary, um, but you can pay for them through the Apple Podcasts API or whatever. So it still loads into the Apple Podcast app. So I wouldn't be surprised if pocket cast either starts working on that or um it eventually um becomes yeah i mean the thing is like pocket
1: cast is a paid service for people already yeah um because of how it operates but like i'm a lifetime member because i was like a founding member of using pocket cast so like they just gave me a membership for life Mm. which is cool but anyways luminary is all right for the price i suppose all things considered so i kind of I suppose I'll kind of rescind my previous discussion about it to some extent. I still think there are too many subscription services, and it is super annoying. So I'll stand by that. Um, but yeah, beyond that, uh, I sent a photo to you guys in in the the <laughs> side quest discussion. Uh, it was a picture of um, my tinfoil from my Five Guys experience, where yeah. literally like half of the cheese from my cheeseburger was stuck to the foil. <laughs> and uh I, it just makes me so angry that they do this because I feel like this should not be a difficult thing but I I think I kind of I kind of figured out that I think it's because of the way that they package the burgers like they put them down and like they're usually pretty tall burgers and they're loose like they're not they're not like packed tight until they actually pack mm-hmm. them in the tin foil but they mm-hmm. do that rolling method that I think is rolling the ingredients to a point to where the cheese is coming off the edge, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I just feel like there's gotta be a better way to do this because it like, I don't, I want to eat all the cheese on the burger. Like I don't want to end up with all of it on the tinfoil, but I recall, I believe it was Burger (sighs) King had a marketing campaign in the, it's Hardee's. Was it Hardee's with the cheese paper? Mm
2: -hmm. Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Cheese paper. Yeah. Where like people would like,
1: take the cheese paper and like they'd be eating the cheese off of the paper and i think that whole marketing ploy like marketing scheme however you want to phrase it was due to the fact that so many people probably fucking complained, complained. about it yeah. that they were just like let's look like, dive in we're gonna embrace the shit out of this and we're gonna like <laughs> we're gonna make it a thing so that people just instead of them complaining about the cheese being on the paper it's like a feature of like this burger yeah you get extra cheese on the paper yeah, But it's not yeah, extra no, cheese. It's the same amount I, of cheese that you would normally get if your burger was packed properly and not by a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> Oof,
2: <laughs> Brian, didn't you respond to this picture in some way that made me think this is going to be an interesting
1: episode? I don't remember. Brian I'd just goes, such a waste. And then you said, this is going to be a good discussion.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Here you go. Yeah. No, that is a waste. I feel very strongly about cheese and I don't like cheese to be wasted. And also, yeah, you should have fucking tried to eat that shit off of there. Yeah.
2: Pro fucking tip. Eat the cheese on the paper. Like, well, okay. It's you're it's assuming wasted.
1: I didn't eat the cheese on the paper. One. Yeah. But I did. Two. like The main point being, I want it on the burger, damn it. And I want, like, yeah, well, there's, okay, like wait
2: wait a second. Wait a second. Did you eat that burger? And you were like, man, there's not enough cheese on here.
1: Uh, yeah, there was <laughs> not. Go through <laughs> your head. There was not enough cheese on that burger. There never is because half of it's on the tinfoil. And like you can't just like peel okay, it you okay, can't just no, no, peel no, no, it no, off no, no, the tinfoil no. and like put it on the burger. Well you could. You could, but you, you can't. You just can't do that. Like it doesn't But you could. No nah, man. Especially if the burger's still
2: hot, then it'll melt the cheese again. Then you won't even fucking. It's know like the, the
1: same thing when you order a McChicken from McDonald's and half the mayo is like on the paper. Like I don't like. I'm not gonna sit well, there. And, I mean, I'm that, not, you like just that. dip
0: the McChicken in the mayo. It, but That's even easier to deal with. I suppose.
1: I don't know, man. I it just like it just and maybe it, maybe it's because they're just going so fast. Because at Five Guys they do go really fast. Like they I do. I have other issues with Five Guys that I have actually addressed with the regional Five Guys rep. <laughs> Like, she called me.
0: Well, yeah, because they think yeah, that cause, you're... Because they think you're one of the fucking owners. They think, owners, I, they think yeah, I'm yeah, the owner. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> his name is also John Murrell. <laughs> <laughs> I should call up... No, I is, should call up there is, one of these times and be like, this is John Murrell, the owner of Five Guys. I'm stopping in to pick up an order. I'm going to be sending my uh, nephew. <laughs> John Murrell. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the This... This is also an issue at Barry Bagel, who make my favorite bagel breakfast sandwich. Where the hell is Barry Bagel? There's one in Clausen, and then there's another in Troy. The one in Troy kind of sucks. Go to the Clausen one. But anyway, um, Ooh. they I, I usually do a bacon, egg, and cheddar bagel, and Classic. they'll wrap it up, and a lot of the cheddar ends up on the aluminum foil, but like, that's just like... they. That's they the put enough cheese, of melted on cheese. They put enough cheese on there that it doesn't bother me. That there's like there's some stuck on the aluminum foil, but then also like it's aluminum foil. I can just pull it off. Like it's not. If you're eating the cheese off of like a paper, I get it. You might get a little bit of paper with the cheese. With the foil, that's not really happening. So it's not really a problem. I mean, you could so, eat like, foil. My
1: main my main issue is that. It shouldn't be that difficult to pack it nicely. Like if presentation is key, right, in these sorts of instances. When it comes to food, like presentation But it's
2: not cuz you're getting it carry out. Like it's The only out. way you can get food as, right now, as, really. Like Yes, absolutely, but also true, like but. carry out is like and it's not like with five guys, like if even if you were eating in the restaurant, they always wrapped it up the same way. Brian, you were just, just so you know, all of
1: the-, the five guys and other fast food restaurants in the country, or at least in Michigan right now, do not allow eating in the
0: dining rooms. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't eat there anymore. Anyway. I just thought that might have changed by now. As soon as you are not being plated a meal,
2: presentation is no longer like you know, it's all out the window.
1: I mean, like, my point. Why would
2: I bother to wrap this burger in a way when I'm going to hand it off to some dude who's working on DoorDash and not getting paid enough money to deal with all the fucking people that he has? He's Is probably going like, to eat one, actually, one on the way. I actually go
1: to Five Guys to pick up my food. Like, Sure.
2: but Because like, because not only does know. it end
1: up being like 30% cheaper that way, but also I get it a
0: lot faster. Because of your discount for being the owner.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, well, no. Instead of if you order it delivery through the delivery apps, they tack on thirty percent for the delivery app company. Maybe
2: this problem would be worse if your name wasn't Morel. Have you thought about that? Maybe there would be more cheese on the foil if your name. Maybe they are putting entirely extra. Maybe
0: they would flip. They would put the cheese on the bun and flip it inside out, so just the cheese would just be the whole piece of cheese would be resting on your foil or paper. That's what they would do, probably, if you weren't the owner. Like,
2: I can't. the The problem for me right now is that, like, I like my food hot and fresh, which I don't think makes me weird. But no. like, you
1: know, I don't know. We'll get, no, I like, get I get sometimes. visibly angry when I make food and Megan doesn't eat it right away. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I I've done the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's like no, this thing is hot right now. You should, especially like with Nicole we'll get a pizza or something and like it's still pretty hot it's hot enough to me where i'm not disappointed in it but like as soon as she pulls it onto the plate it goes into the microwave and she sets it for like 30 minutes and then she eats the lava that comes out of my god and i don't know how she does it like i i burn my mouth thinking about taking a bite of the pizza that she pulls out of the microwave See, i like
1: like, i like a fresh pie but i also really like coagulated four-hour old pizza
2: no, and yeah, that's and I think for the most part, for me with pizza, like it's it's okay if it's not like hot, hot, but like I also like a hot pizza sometimes. But like I don't know, it's the the thing that I don't that like cold like pizza, especially like you know, go to Condado to get some tacos or whatever. I like to get the ones that are kind of double wrapped. They've got the soft shell and the hard shell in them, and it's like it's such a different experience to get that in person because like by the time you bring it home. That hard shell's all soggy, and that's, you know, it's still okay, but it's not ideal. I don't know. Anyway, eat the cheese on the paper. And if you want more cheese on your burger, when you get it home, open it up, put another piece of cheese on it, put it in the microwave, set it for
1: seven hours, pull it out. Also, I had to look this up regarding Five Guys specifically, but if you ask for your fries well done, they won't do it, because they already cook them well done. You have to ask for Mm. them specifically extra crispy. That makes sense.
2: I mean, I can't imagine that that's well done because they're also like super soggy. But
1: I think that's the nature of like peanut yeah, oil. Yeah, peanut isn't oil it? sucks. I hate it. It's like yeah. yeah, but that they uh, yeah. they If you like, I asked for my fries well done, and they came back undercooked. As far as I was concerned, it's like that they sucks. did the complete opposite of what I asked.
0: Yeah, it's not ideal for fries. Fries just uh, don't travel well in I general. Feel like peanut oil is for certain stir fries. Tastes good in that.
1: That's about it. A lot of my YouTube video people that I watch use peanut oil as their main deep frying for like chicken and stuff. Weird. Hmm. I think part of it is because it has such a high smoke point that it actually lasts longer as a reusable oil Mm. than some of the other options. But anyways, one of the uh, the other one of the other few things I want to talk about. uh, Applebee's has a special Mountain Dew that I haven't that I had some the other night because we ordered Applebee's. Because basically the reason we ordered Applebee's is because if you ordered thirty dollars you got a free quesadilla and I'm a piece of shit fat ass so I had to get the free quesadilla <laughs> and in order to hit the thirty dollar mark I had to order the Mountain Dew to get over the well yeah the it's threshold four twenty nine or whatever but it's probably. it's like uh I don't remember what I what it's called I looked it up <laughs> it's like it's like Berry Blast Mountain Dew or something like that and it's fantastic it tastes like uh. It tastes like dark berry bash. Yeah, it's like a blue raspberry, uh, sour blue raspberry style Mountain Dew, and it's really good. I think, I think that's what Jack Garland from Stranger of
2: Paradise Final Fantasy Origin drinks. Is dark berry bash bash? That's actually
1: his special move when you hit
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you hit L two.
2: Or R two. It's like your, uh, it's like when they put Final Fantasy Seven remake DLC in like Butterfingers bars. Yeah, think you got like a extra bangle or some shit. And the Mountain
1: Dew amp can. <laughs> but anyways, it was it, really I mean, good. It's purple. It looks interesting. It, it it's delicious. Um, I want to say that much. I also, uh, Alex and I were talking about it before the episode, but we. I saw that Kroger has an apple flavored Mountain Dew that they just released. That I need. To, I need to try that too. So, well, maybe uh,
2: is it like anywhere near uh, Jones Green Apple Soda? That's like, that's the that... thing.
1: Is like that's not what I'm looking for because I like Jones Green Apple Soda, but I feel like this is going to be even closer to like the fake Jolly Rancher apple
0: flavor. Mm. I th- I'd still try it. Yeah, I mean. I mean, if one of you guys goes and gets it for me, because I don't want to step foot in a Kroger any more than I have to nowadays. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm so mad at them. That one is particularly bad, by the way. It's not just that. The one I have to go to on my way to work to pick shit up Mm. is bullshit, too. Like, I went there the other day, and all I needed was fucking half and half, fucking cream, and almond milk, and they were out of both. Like in like every variety you could think of, pretty much. Yeah, no, almond milk is the thing. Like, like
2: I uh, I I usually have almond milk with my cereal because I'm a child and I still have, uh, Captain Crunch most mornings. Except now I have a couple boxes of Count Chocula and it's delicious. But anyway, um, no, like I usually get Silk. Because almond breeze is horrible. Really, like I disagree. I think silk the almond is always like the, especially the bigger jugs are gone. You can usually get like the smaller ones, but like no, I don't know. Almond milk had like a weird shortage thing during the pandemic as well. We went to go get kitty litter for Desmond, and he just uses the Target brand kitty litter, mm-hmm. and like the Troy one was sold out. They yeah. didn't have any of that like particular kind
0: anymore. We couldn't get wet but. food for our cats for a while. Like they're the two varieties that we had to switch which flavor they were eating and then that other flavor was also impossible to find. It's so weird. I think we're kind of just getting to the end times. Yeah I, I'm pretty Have sure you guys thought about that at I all I mean like half and half though. Like there wasn't a single like uh like quart is it quart that's above the pint size. Me. Oh yeah yeah there like was the not collar. a single one in that store that you could only get pints so I, and there were only like five like six of them left so i just bought them all hmm. and it's just uh, i'm so frustrated okay let me i'm i'm going to ride this wave a little bit longer please like, why the fuck don't stores just order all jasmine rice because they're always out of it it's like they have every other type of variety of rice that nobody fucking wants, and they never have any jasmine rice when I go Slow shopping. Slow your old,
1: dude. Like, OG, like, medium grain white rice is perfectly fine. Jasmine rice is okay. Basmati is better than jasmine. Okay. And sushi small grain
0: rice is the best rice of all time. Well, I'm not a rice aficionado. I'm just buying the rice that I'm asked to buy. But why are you getting jasmine rice? Is it the flavor profile? Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about rice I'm I'm going to text Erica later we're going
1: to argue this via text message
0: (laughs) okay so I I gotta know because like like Jasmine rice is like okay but like there's better rice I, I think it has to do with whatever recipes we're using it for specifically say to use that like for me personally when I use rice for stuff I don't I don't know if, if that's it, the right it, kind of rice. You're probably, I'm just using it because we have are it. Are you pulling the recipes from some, like, Live, Laugh, Love blog or something like that? I don't fucking know. They're her, her recipes, not mine. Anyways. Jasmine rice has special The other thing, like, why... Why can't there just be an entire shelf of low-sodium Kikoman's soy sauce? Because, like, that's all anybody ever fucking wants, I don't wants, know why swear. anybody sells anything other than Kikoman's soy that's sauce my, anyway. Yeah. But the like problem. the low sodium like, is like impossible to find now. It's, it's like not. Here's it's how you never do it. on the shelf Here's what you except do. You, you can go to Noble Fish and buy measure, it because they just measure have out the normal sodium. Measure out how much
1: soy sauce you want to use and then half it with water and then you're good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like that also sounds like the recipe for La choy
2: as well. So I you might be playing
0: with <laughs> yeah, fire La choy there. Yeah, sucks <laughs> balls. It's terrible. Like I don't under, I I am usually good with knockoff products. Like, I'm... Yes, I'm gonna say it. I don't give a shit what kind of ketchup I'm eating. It's all the fucking same to me. It's no, all just sugar and tomato.
2: That. Don't give me that Hunts bullshit. I need the full fructose corn syrup. Give me that. Heinz.
1: I'm... No, I'm with Brian. I'm using, like, the Kroger Simply Organic
0: brand. Yeah, like, I don't fucking care. Ketchup's all the Maybe same. Maybe that's
1: fine. I don't know. But, I'm like, actually not gives
0: me- super partial on mayos either. Like... I'm pretty you partial to me- mayo, but it's de- it's
1: dependent on the sandwich itself. Like, I'm not going to make a fried bologna sandwich with Hellman's. I'm making it with Miracle Whip, personally. I'm not going well, to make a, a turkey flavor. sandwich with like monster cheese with Miracle Whip. I'm going to use Hellman's for that. Uh, I've found that Duke's is really good, but it has a slightly off tanginess to it that I don't really like. Um, it's also like way more fatty and greasy, oily. So it probably makes a superior grilled cheese if you use the
0: mayonnaise method, but Mm. um, I've never tried it. The
1: mayonnaise method of grilled cheeses is the way to do it. Instead of butter on the outside, you just put mayo and it fucking owns. It is so good. That's how every single diner you've ever had a grilled cheese from makes their grilled cheese. That's why it's so good because they're literally like frying it in mayo fat.
0: In a, on the grill like it's just I mean I have no problem with my grilled cheeses they're good no you make good, great grilled so. cheeses
1: but what I'm saying is like the the mayo method for making them will it it will make it more restaurant like you will you will you'll taste right. it and you'll be like this tastes like I just bought it at the Coney down the street like, I might try it right after this because I'm fucking starving anyways I'm looking at the Mountain Dew website right now and they have the the Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew that I want to try um ew <laughs> Is it like flaming hot Cheeto yeah. dust in a Mountain Dew? The first ever spicy citrusy too wild not to like it Mountain Dew Flaming Hot.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I feel like that would be really good with some tequila. I'm assuming it's a lot like uh the El Chavo from Blake's Hard Cider, which yeah, is I do, the hab- I, habanero. I, they also have a cake smash Mountain Dew that Like ha- habanero mango uh margaritas or Fantastic! Any any margarita that has spice to it is excellent. So I could see that. Let, just turn it into a margarita and it'd be good. Yeah, Cake Smash Mountain Dew. I don't know what that no, is. No, that's dumb. That sounds like some gross sexual thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, that's Cake Farts. Oh, wait, that's not <laughs> sexual, is it?
2: I mean, I let's not go there. I don't want to title this episode Cake Farts. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back Hunt's ketchup should just be erased from the earth period Gold's as well yeah no what's
0: things. wrong with the Hunt's and Gold's it tastes terrible like what what do they do different do you think that makes probably it probably high fructose corn syrup that it does have it in it or doesn't but that it doesn't I'm now I'm I'm fully in on the high fructose I just syrup. bought Hunt's you and know? it had high fructose corn syrup in
2: it oh I don't know what they're doing to it then but once again, maybe it's maybe they're the maybe they're the Le Choy to Heinz, yeah. Kikoman,
0: but they're just like I don't know. To bring it's, it back around, though, yeah, like Latoy tastes like ass, and I don't know why. And, oh, it's just horrible. It's not good. The Kikoman
2: is just superior in every fucking way, and it's I don't know why Latoy still exists. I mean,
0: Kikoman it has like uh, trace amounts of alcohol in it, so maybe that's why it's superior. Probably no. It's just it literally. I don't
2: know. I don't know. We we always had lechoy growing up for a long time. I think because like mom and dad probably didn't care. Would be my guess. I also and, don't
1: um, ever remember using that. <laughs> like
2: ever. I, for some reason, I remember it specifically with like rice. I don't know if we'd have like chicken and rice, and then I'd be like, "All right, I'll throw some lechoy on there to make it salty or something." I don't fucking know. But anyway.
1: I mean, Heinz and Hunts
2: um, both have the same exact ingredients. Yeah, well, one of them sucks and the other doesn't. But anyway, <laughs> so the <laughs> when we started having like actual sushi around the house, I think is when Kikoman's entered my life, really. And then, like from then on, like there was there was literally one time, I'm pretty sure I talked about it. I don't know if I don't think we were doing bonus episodes at that point, but like or side quest at that point, but. I like. I tried LaChoy 'cause because they were out of kikomans at Kroger at one point, and uh, I, I like had it once. And I probably didn't even finish the meal before I threw the Le Choy out because I was like, I can't. Like, I had a full bottle of Le Choy, and I was like, this was a horrible mistake. <laughs> so, uh... speaking of our first sponsor is Le Choy soy sauce. No, <laughs> we just
1: <laughs> got the message. <laughs>
2: oh anyway, man i don't know if there's any other food stuff to talk I about i feel like right i now. had another topic
1: but now i can't i
2: joked it. about the pepsi bismol john posted this i assume he found it on reddit, yeah it was right? on reddit yeah so somebody made like a pink pepsi bottle with a logo <laughs> that said pepsi bismol and i didn't even question it like it's the first thing i saw when i woke up was, it was a hand. message about pepsi bismol and i was like uh, that seems gross I'd probably try it and I didn't, there's no part of me that I just can't even imagine like a carbonated
1: (laughs) Pepto-Bismol
2: thick and bubbly to make your tummy feel better. It probably would work. Now what if it was just a flat Uh. Pepsi-Bismol? Like it's not carbonated. (laughs) (laughs) Barf. It's just like, it's a normal dosage of Pepto-Bismol that's in 22 ounces. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just watered down so you have to so it it goes further yeah, put so some it's more not joy as thick mm-hmm. Ugh. yeah just pepto-bismol gross
2: pepto pepto-bismol has always been interesting to me because if you look at one of the main ingredients in pepto-bismol let me double check this before i
0: i mean it's by
2: whatever Be- back when i was hoping to do a podcast about chemistry that may or may not still occur at some point this is one of the episodes that i always want to look at because one of the main things is bismuth subsalicylate and bismuth itself is a metal on the periodic table and if you look at like google bismuth crystals they look really cool
0: they don't know they look awesome
2: but there's not B I S M U T H. Uh they look awesome, but I've always kind of been like, who in the right mind was like, Let's crush that up and eat it? And that's not what it A is. A dude who had that's the not-
1: worst heartburn and was like, I'll fucking try anything. <laughs> I will try
0: anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah. All that's right. what his heartburn was it. so bad. He had such bad diarrhea that he was like, I need something and I don't know what to do. And his buddy was like, Hey man, this rock looks like it might do something. <laughs>
0: on the plus side bismuth relieves emotional and spiritual isolation (laughs) facilitating the meditative state of oneness this is just random stuff i can't i mean i can't say
2: that i've never been in the situation where i'd be like all right give me the fucking
1: crystalline rock over there i mean i've had some pretty wicked heartburn but nothing that's going to make me crush up rocks and try and eat them but it turns (laughs) out it has nothing
0: to do with that right
2: yeah, well, bismuth subsalicylate is, uh...
0: Not crystals.
2: It's, well, it doesn't look like that, at least. It's a, It's a more, I, I assume it takes some amount of, uh... I'd be curious to know how they make it, and I don't really know that I would find that information, because it is, like, Pepto-Bismol as a trade name. But, curious to... Anyway, yeah, that's a little glimpse into things that I think about. Anyway.
1: Anyway, I think that's it. For the side quest, I was gonna say we should talk about Midnight Mass at some point, but I'm assuming you might want to save that for film nerds.
2: Uh, we should absolutely do that. I think I would. I would uh, love to talk about it. So, okay. Well, are you? Did you finish? I did.
1: I finished it last night. Okay.
2: I'm. Uh, I might see. I don't know. I think Tim had started it. I don't know if he finished it or not. So I might see if uh, if we can catch a third or not. But yeah, I would. I would love to talk about Midnight Mass because that was awesome on Netflix. People should check it out. What is it? It's a show by um, Mike Flanagan, who did The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor for Netflix in the previous two years, Mm. Um, but uh, it's a show about a small island town where um, uh, the church starts to get revived and some strange things are happening. And uh it's a very compelling story. Seven episodes, about an hour ish long. Um, very worth checking out for those who haven't seen it yet. So and watch watch Honey of Hill House and Blind Manor as well. Yeah, like, I, w- I, I wanna typically... go back and watch
1: those now, considering how much I enjoyed this. Um uh, mm-hmm. but I also like this show specifically hit a couple of of things for me. I, I really like anything that questions Catholicism in any way, shape, or form. I love watching stuff mm-hmm. like that, like The Exorcist and uh in, you know stigmata and those sorts of things um but also uh i can't i don't want to give away anything but there's a particular yeah. uh archetype i'll call it that is like introduced mm. that is very cool to me as well um well and it really it uh I've, you've, you've, i you you i know
2: like I we can, I can't even talk I, about it we can't even talk about yeah. it we need to save it for yeah, our, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk
1: about Midnight Mass, so but we'll if anybody out there hasn't watched it yet, it's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Please take a moment. Like again, it's only seven episodes. They're about an hour apiece each. And like it's it's super, super well done. Like I mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I, I think every, anybody who if you're into like semi creepy ish things that take place in small towns <laughs> like this is how creepy. You. Is it? The first that's the thing is, like, it was creepy for the first few episodes. And then once you actually kind of learn what's going on, it loses its creepiness, but it becomes equally intriguing as to, like, what exact where is this headed kind of thing? Like, because Mm -hmm. you like as soon as you know why things are happening, you're like, oh, shit. And then you just can't Mm -hmm. stop watching because you want to know, like, what's up, like, what's going to where is this headed? You just got to know where it's going. At least that was what it was for me. Like, I I, I, I was into it from the get-go. Uh, I like all the peripheral jump scare shit they do where, like, there's something on the screen that you don't notice until it moves. Like, that kind of stuff yeah. fucks me up, no, man. No, I don't like you? that
2: need to watch the shit out
1: of hill house because that's the kind of stuff For so many that was, reasons that was the shit and like the exorcist when they close the door or whatever and you see the fucking demon face like next to like it's in the dark in the like behind the door in her room and shit like that like that kind of stuff i i just got goosebumps just talking about it that shit fucks me up but i love it it's so it's like oh man yeah i got the chills like it ah it's so you need mm-hmm. to watch hill house yeah those, those things are like, great so like those fast. sorts of jump scares are like they're the ones that like those are what keep me up at night and i i kind of dig it but i kind of don't like i finished watching I that you last have a night. baby
0: to keep you up
1: i finished watching that last night at like 1 30 ish and then i went to bed and then the baby woke up at about 2 30 ish and was like crying because like she's been doing that lately so i I usually go and I was take she her on the ceiling. No, she wasn't on the ceiling. Did her what? head turn
0: around? No, it didn't 360 did. degrees. All right. That's she was good. crab walking. But out I, of
1: her but room. I'll, I'll go pick her up and like go lay on the couch because I can't, if I pick her up and I like try to rock her in her chair, like I ended up falling asleep in the chair and then it just kinks my neck. So I take her out to the living room and I fall asleep on the couch and like took her out in the living room and onto the couch. And like, I'm sitting there in the dark and I'm like looking around the room in the dark and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck what's going to pop out at me. <laughs>
2: There's, the the thing that I'll say about Hill House uh, is that there are, um, it's called the haunting of Hill House. Very much mm-hmm. has to do with ghosts, so that's kind of out there in the in the name of the show. But he places people in Hill House that are ghosts and spirits, and they they don't necessarily participate in the scene. They may or may not like be part of the story, really, but. There are just, he he hid ghosts on the set throughout the entire show. And so you'll be watching and you may or may not notice them at all. But like one of the most wonderful things about that show for me was knowing they were there and looking for them and being fucking horrified when I spotted (laughs) them. Because they are so scary. They're so fucking scary. But yeah, no, it's Hill House is great. Midnight Mass is awesome. Man, I need I don't to like watch that. more. I need to watch more of his uh, movies because because uh, both Willie and Tim say they're all very good. He did the the his wife's um, in all of them too, right? K- Katie Seagull. Yeah, well, she was Aaron. Yeah, yep, she was Aaron, and yeah, she's in a lot of his stuff. But um, the uh, she's great, by the way. She's very very good. Um, he did the adaptation of Doctor Sleep which a lot of people said that the book is horrible because it's Stephen King's sequel to The Shining. Uh, A lot of people said the book is really bad, but I haven't heard anybody say that they didn't
0: love the movie. I I enjoyed the movie. I saw it. The problem with
1: like creepy things like that is like I don't often have time to watch them because like Megan doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. And so I have to watch them on my own. And like Midnight Mass worked because it's episodic. So like You know, there are lots of instances of pausing where it's not a big deal. I can set it down and come back to it or like I can finish an episode like I know, like, okay, I just put the baby to bed at like 730. Megan won't be home until 830. I can throw an episode on and watch it and it's done by the time she gets home. So, like, I like I've been meaning to watch doctors or Dr. Sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. And a couple other creepy things that have come out recently, too, that I was interested in, but I just haven't had time to do it because I, I have to fit them in the right times. And like last night, I just got yesterday in general, I just got on a, on a, a roll like watching what was left that I had of uh, Midnight Mass and just watched it through the end of the evening. Like so anyways. Yeah, it's great. Everybody should watch Midnight Mass. Check it out and maybe hop back for the spoiler cast when we have it. I'm, I'm interested.
0: Yeah. I don't know. If you we'll see, right. I'll see, i uh, see what, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I think, I think it would probably be a show that you guys would enjoy, but
0: yeah, I think
1: you, you and know, Erica I, would be into it. It's not like it's, it's not, um, it's not as scary as like what it maybe sounds like it is. It's just like a thrilling, but like I said, after, like by the third episode, the scariness mm-hmm. goes away and it's just, it's all intrigue at that point. Like you just want to watch it and keep watching it to see where it goes because by the third episode there's pretty hefty reveal that you then understand like what happened was it the third or was it the like, fourth i think it was the third it's
2: it's the end of the third yeah. but yeah the the it's not like a slasher it's not about the gore it's not Good. even like you know the twitchiness of like the ring that kind of thing it's it's just like you know creepiness and also, like the thing that I love about Mike Flanagan is that his shows have a ton of heart and it's about the characters. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the that's the main thing that brings me to his stuff. I mean,
0: so. I'm down to get creeped out once in a while. I just don't know if I want to do it for I mean you'll like many many the first episodes. The first jump it's scare
1: October, the first jump scare that hit me happens in like the first ten minutes of the show of the first episode. And that same jump scare happens repeatedly for like the next mm. four or five episodes, like the, literally the exact same thing. And there's a particular screen, like on screen uh, event that happens that you will, you will note and you will be like, oh, so whenever this happens, that jump scare is coming. So, you know, to expect it and you, it doesn't freak you out as much. But the particular character they show for that <laughs> jump scare is creepy as shit. Uh,
0: OK, <laughs> like.
1: I mean, if you experienced that as a as a human being in your life, like if you saw that happen in your like in in your psyche as you're falling asleep at night, like the one character is, like you would you shit your mm-hmm. pants probably. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. watch it; it's very cool. We're gonna end the side quest because I got to go pull my groceries off the front porch. So there you go. Anyways, everybody, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace.